This is Live On Purpose Radio, episode 514, Blowing Up Boring with Cheryl Knowlton. Now is the only time to create and live the life you love. I'm Dr. Paul Jenkins, the positivity psychologist. My job is to connect you to powerful positive psychology principles that immediately upgrade your relationships, business, and mental health. Are you ready? Let's jump in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live On Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live On Purpose Radio. And joining me today is my friend, my speaking colleague, Cheryl Knowlton. Cheryl, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Paul. I'm thrilled to be here. Cheryl, this is payback because I was on your podcast recently. You've got a podcast about magnifying brilliance. I do. I do. I do. And thank you for sharing your brilliance and shining your light for my listeners because that we had an amazing fun time together where you really shared some incredibly brilliant ideas. Oh, you know what? These conversations are so much fun for me. And just to help our listeners understand who you are, Cheryl's a well-known real estate industry trainer and speaker. She's blowing up boring in an industry that could otherwise be a little mundane from time to time. Uh, She makes it exciting and she magnifies brilliance in everything that she does. I've found that Cheryl's energy is contagious and she shares some principles that I am excited to talk about right here today at Live On Purpose Radio because Cheryl, I see what you're doing as not only energetic and contagious, but there are some principles that we'll identify that are just psychologically sound. They're based on principles about how our brain works. And that's why you're here. That and I just, I always love conversations with you. Wonderful. Well, it's a good thing I brought my brain today. That really comes in handy. Cheryl, what have you noticed? Now, you're you're doing training, especially for real estate professionals. And you do this all over the country. Uh, maybe internationally. I don't know if you get outside of the country in your trainings, but I know that you're really well known in the industry here in the United States. What have you noticed that needs to be in place for, for these real estate professionals to really succeed? What if I just start it with that? What pops into your head? Oh my gosh. Like, wow. Thank you for that. Like juicy, juicy question. I want to knock that out of the park. So just to give everybody a little bit of a foundation as I answer that question and to make sure we're all on the same page, the staggering statistic that keeps me up at night is that 87% of those who take and pass Um, the real estate exam in their respective states after having gone through the very exciting pre-licensing school in their state, get their real estate license. 87%, Dr. Paul, do not make it to their 18th month anniversary. 93% don't make it to their second year renewal, which in most states throughout the country is when you need to renew your real estate license. Because, and the biggest problem is one word, and that starts with an E, also not, and not energy, it's expectation. 
People watch Mm. these fabulous TV shows on HGTV and other channels like it. And they get this idea that real estate is fun. It's easy. I can help people. I get to look at beautiful homes and and I'm going to get paid really, really well. And the answer is absolutely yes, you can. However, the way that I usually phrase this when I'm teaching new pre-licensing students is real estate education Real estate as a career is the hardest thing that anyone will ever do besides being in a long-term committed relationship and parenting. Two things you know a whole lot about. (laughs) (laughs) We should just partner on this and I just send people over to you. And so the thing that I'd love people in every industry to know is that the game changes when we fall in love with learning. When we come, Uh. when we approach any job, or any role in our lives from a a humble servant leader perspective of, I don't know everything, teach me, I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to contribute, I want to get better than I was yesterday. And not comparing ourselves to others because comparison is the thief of joy and in the real estate industry, it it will kill you quick. Um, When Mm. you look at other people who are further along in the process, Um, maybe not at the same life stage that you are. And when I started, I had four little girls um, and I was about to become a single parent. So, I mean, that my journey doesn't look like anyone else's journey and and just to own our own journey, that would be another thing that we, Mm -hmm. we could all learn from no matter what we do for a living. There's so much richness in everything you were saying just now. I have to acknowledge something, though, when you got to the part about how it's hard. It is very hard. You know what? People sometimes are surprised when the most rewarding and potentially rewarding activities that we can engage in as human beings are, in fact, hard. Yep. The elevation is in the hard, right? It's coming out the other side going, wow, I did that. That we get to stand on those moments and celebrate and go, wow, I I had more in me than I thought I did. Look at that. You know, I had an interesting experience with my son. Several years ago, we were on the island of Oahu. We were there celebrating my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. And my son took me on a hike up a place called the Stairway to Heaven. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Cheryl, I have but, heard of it. I've never done the hike, though. I'd love oh to. Oh, my heavens. It's four and a half miles round trip on steep, steep metal stairs. Uh, sounds okay? hard. Sounds really hard. My arms were as tired as my legs because you're holding on for dear life as you look down and you see how far you could fall. You never hear of someone falling up. <laughs> No, we right? didn't fall up. Isn't that amazing? The man and or woman at the top of the mountain didn't just fall there. No. So wrap your head around this, people. Elevation requires effort. Ooh, ooh write that down. Unless you're driving. Write that. That's on. juicy. And <laughs> yes. light requires power. Big surprise, right? You cut the power to the room and it gets darker, not lighter. Mm-hmm. Elevation requires effort. Light requires power. These are laws of physics. And the the most rewarding life experiences are going to require some effort on your part. Don't be surprised when it's hard. So, Cheryl, you work in this industry of real estate. You mentioned parenting. You mentioned long-term relationships. When you let these things go, 
nothing falls up. Nope. Nope. It only falls apart. It falls apart and you roll downhill when you park your car on a hill and leave the brake off. Oh, I've actually done that. Oh, I have actually my very first car. Yeah, we don't need to go there, do we? But uh, yeah, well, I, but th- th- it's just an example of exactly what you're talking about. Laws so of physics, you, kids. Laws of physics. You, you talk about these people coming into the real estate industry. They get their license. They're all excited. This is going to be easy money or whatever they're thinking, whatever that expectation is. Yes. It, it's kind of like handing someone a ladder. The ladder doesn't do anything for you unless you get on it and climb to a higher place. Right. So that real estate license is not going to magically transform your life, but you can use that to climb to a higher place. Absolutely. have some phenomenal experiences. Absolutely. Which for me, the key was education. I was terrified when I got into the industry originally and got in on the mortgage side. And and that's actually where I started speaking. But that's a story for another day. When I made the transition in 2007 to decide, okay, I'm going to take all of my mortgage education and I'm actually going to get a real estate license in the state of Utah intentionally to sell real estate. I was absolutely terrified of what I didn't know. Mm. And and there's a there's a fine line between terror and excitement. <laughs> As most speakers know, right? You know, when you take the stage and when you're nervous, that just means you care. Um and but and not to allow that fear to stop us and and to get mm-hmm. out of our own way. That is a lesson that I continually have the opportunity to learn to just get out of my own way. And so if we if we learn to love learning and we're excited about learning for me it was education made all the difference in the world. I joke that I was a danger to myself and others when I started in this industry because it's true. Um and I could tell you stories about that but that love of education led to me wanting to learn everything, wanted to know everything and when I heard something for largely from another student in a class asking a question that it didn't even occur to me to ask Go, I need, I would write that down. I need to learn more about that. And I just became consumed with learning everything that I could possibly learn. And then I found that my confidence and my competence were interrelated. The more confident yes. I became, it, it was because of something I learned and I was excited to share it either in the classroom or with my clients and put that knowledge to work. And then the more competent I became, the more opportunity I had to practice my new skill set and was making good money along the way. And then I became more confident. And those two things just fueled each other. You know, I'm looking at you, Cheryl, and seeing, I know in, in a podcast that's audio only, there's no visuals here, but I'm seeing a poster on your wall of Steamboat Willie, uh, Mickey Mouse on your curtains you've you've got color you've got energy you're a serious professional and you're having fun oh yeah it's would you this is way too hard for it not to be fun as you could say for any business right i would love to have you just peel that open for us a little bit because you're training you i go to your website and it says blowing up boring and and it's specifically in real estate education and training, but there's something about making life fun, engaging, 
blowing up the boring. Can you address that for us for a minute? No, absolutely. Um, I think at some point, uh, I have a mindset coach and I love him with all of my heart and soul. Mm. And he asked me the question when we started working together two years ago, a very important question. Um, He said, what's life about for you? He just asked me that question again over the weekend as I had the opportunity to introduce him to some of my coaching clients. And and he has shared with me that his life is about being of service and about having fun. And if he walks into any situation and he travels all over the world doing service projects and, and blessing and helping others, um, yeah. if if he can't figure out how to be of service and the example that he gives is if he walks in and he wants to help in the kitchen. And, and somebody says, you know, I, I just need you to go sit down. He could see that is, I don't know how I fit in here because they're not letting me help. Or I am being of service by sitting over here and maybe I can engage the people in the living room while all the good work is going on in the kitchen and allowing them to be and do what they need to do. And so he's constantly looking for those opportunities to either be of service or have fun. Mm. I, uh, and so I, I look for, I look for ways to make things fun. There is nothing that is less sexy than mandatory continuing education in any field, medical, legal, de- I mean, uh, m- many fields require continuing education so that we can continue to serve the public at a higher and higher level. But right. real estate professionals oftentimes are not used to that, don't want it. Um, and, and they really, um, dig in their heels. The good news is that they're not allowed to renew their license without it. In the state of Utah, it's 18 hours every two years. And many States are right around that same benchmark. Some States require more. And I Mm -hmm. love that. Um, and, and so just taking whatever it is, um, it's kind of the whistle while you work principle. Thank you, Walt Disney. Um, yeah. And just figuring out a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So many different ways that we have been taught since we were children about how to take something unpalatable and unpleasant and, and sprinkle a little sugar in there and make it a, a lot more fun. You've You've mentioned a couple of things that I think are worth noticing here. You, <laughs> you have a mindset coach. I do have a mindset what? coach. I do. I love I do. that. Coaches need coaching. Oh, absolutely. I could not do what I do at the level I do it and serving the people that I do without him. And I, that is an absolute truth. He's made me a better speaker in the two years we've been working together because he's allowed me to heal, to walk my own hero's journey and to mm-hmm. heal from some extremely painful things that happened when I was growing up um, mm-hmm. and so that I can now share my story with others in ways that it was the wound was still not healed and therefore I yeah. couldn't get on a stage and share about it. Now I can. And my story is actually blessing and impacting a lot of other people, right. changing their lives. And I just heard this today, Dr. Paul, that in the Jewish tradition, they believe that if you come to this planet and you bless the life of one other person that you have changed the world. And I love that. I love that. I love that mindset. I love that focus that if I, if I just change the world for one person or, or make a difference in the life of one person, really that deeply and that significantly, I have in fact changed the world. I think a lot of us 
feel a little overwhelmed with the world and where it is and the trajectory that we see things if we're not super happy with the way things are going. And we would like to affect change. We would like to create impact. And we we can. And the, the more yes. deeply we can, instead of going wide um, and go deep with a person and really, really bless someone's life and look for ways to do that, we really are changing the world. And I love that. I mean, I just learned that today. So I'm really excited about so that. So Glenn, here you are sharing it with us. Thank you for on, the opportunity to share on the it. Same day that you learned it. You know, we are more alike than we are different. Uh-huh. As you were sharing that, Cheryl, I was reflecting on some of my own experiences. And, you know, so you run a podcast and you're on the mic and you do the training and you've got the cool website and people might look at you and say, oh, well, Cheryl, you know, she's got it all together and I'm not like her, but they don't know your whole journey. And as you share that story, you become so much more believable and and relevant. I, I used to be a little ashamed of part of my story where I went through a bankruptcy. In fact, in my book, that's chapter one, Lightning Strikes. It's about a time when not too long ago, I was struck by this thunderous bolt of lightning that we call bankruptcy. And as I have engaged my own coaches around that and get out of my own head trash around that and realize it doesn't mean I'm a special case of some kind, either positive or negative. It means I'm human. Welcome to earth. Stuff happens to us. Uh And just like you or like myself, you don't have to let those things keep you stuck somewhere. You can use that to, to propel you forward into a life that is not boring, that is fun, and that is characterized by multiple abundant opportunities to serve other people. And that always comes back to you in in abundant ways as well. Oh, absolutely. And I am absolutely convinced that the P in Paul actually stands for positivity because you are the positivity, <laughs> you are the doctor positivity. And I remember I was te- I was speaking at the Texas Association of Realtors convention um, a few years ago, and there was there was this cute group of ladies. There were five of them, and they sat on the front row um, during the first of many courses that I taught all throughout the day that day. And they didn't get up and they didn't leave. I mean, they just stayed there for every single class. I had you know like a half an hour in between courses to to change my slide deck, get the, you know, the people who did want to leave out new people in. And so I had a chance to get to know these cute five ladies. And so that, you know, they asked me, well, where are you from the California Bay area? Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I go, um, how long do we have it? Like five minutes. Well, I was adopted at birth because I was conceived out of wedlock to two teenage parents who were not allowed to get married in the late sixties. And, you know, explained a little bit about my birth mother and how shamed um, she was and what a horrible time that was for her having to give me up for adoption. My beautiful adopted parents who'd been trying for 13 years to have me finally had me 
Um, and then r- shortly before my fifth birthday, my angel mother, my adoptive mother passed away from a wow. brain tumor that she was such an angel. She didn't even tell anybody about the t- severe headaches that she was having until the cancer had spread all throughout her body. And then all of a sudden she's gone. My poor dad, bless his heart, had no idea how to handle life. This was not what he signed up for. Anybody out there listening had something happen in your life that you didn't sign up for? Lightning strikes in a variety of ways. Yes, Um, it does. And um, he married uh, the woman that Walt Disney based all of his stepmother characters around. (laughs) Um, and and she embodied every single one of those characteristics, minus the fact that she never actually tried to kill me with a poison apple, Uh, but everything else, she tried to send me back to the adoption agency. Like I was a puppy that didn't work out and she tried everything to get rid of me. And I wound up living with another family for 10 years. And people have asked me, so this cute little lady, you know, this group of five, she said, how are you not living in a ditch somewhere? And I just like burst out laughing about that because I'm a very visual person. I could see myself like curled up in a fetal position in a ditch with water running past me. That's not very clean and uh, cars (laughs) driving by. Uh, Right. Under the viaduct somewhere. Right. Under a viaduct. Where's my blanket? Um, and, And I thought, yeah, it's a choice. It is a choice for every single one of us as to how we're going to handle the things that come our way that we're not prepared for, because it's, that's life. Things are going to happen. People are going to disappoint us. Things are going to happen financially that we were not prepared for, whether that's an illness, um, you know, whatever it is. And I have what I had, I had Walt Disney. And um, Mm. because of the dynamics of going back and living with this family during the week, every week, coming home on weekends, every Sunday night, that was the hardest time of the week for me was Sunday nights. And every Sunday night, I had the wonderful world of Disney where Walt Disney told me, there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. And I thought, well, if he can do it, if Snow White and and Cinderella, two of my absolute heroines, can be treated the way they were by their stepmother and and sing to animals, I still, Dr. Paul, have never had um, any animal do my household chores for me, a fact of which I'm actually a little disappointed about, if I'm honest. Right. (laughs) Right. But I thought, you know what, if they can do it and still be so positive, so giving, so loving, despite all of their circumstances, so can I. So can I. Cheryl, you're my new favorite Disney princess. Yay! Oh, that's the (laughs) nicest thing anybody said to me today. Thank you. I received that. Thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us here at Live On Purpose Radio today. I know we could go on for hours and maybe there's going to be other times when we'll get together and and share this energy again i would love for our listeners to know how they can find you connect with you if they're feeling inspired which i'm sure they are i am oh you're um, so where where do we find you cheryl so uh, the easiest way to have me talk in your ear for hours without um, even having to connect with my time is my podcast, Magnifying Brilliance, which is available yes. on Spotify, Apple um, Apple Podcasts, um, just like it sounds, Magnifying Brilliance. 
Um, but if 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 your listeners would like to connect with me, I would love to be able to to chat with them. And they can get uh, some quality time on my calendar by going to www.clarity with Cheryl, Cheryl with a C. So C-L-A-R-I-T-Y-W-I-T-H-C-H-E-R-Y-L.com. And that will connect you with my Calendly um, and, oh. and set aside some time for us to chat. But you're in the right place with the doctor of positivity right here. Listen to everything he has to say. Now, choose huh. All day, every day, no matter what comes your way. And life will always, in in any circumstance, can be made better. Any circumstance. Be ready to put in the work, folks. We're not saying it's easy. We're saying it's possible and it's worth it. Yes. And Cheryl, you're an amazing example of that. Thank you for helping us to just blow up boring today. That's awesome. Well, that that I can do. I'm always happy to do it. (laughs) Folks, you've heard it. It's time for all of us to now apply what we've been inspired to do today. Let's go live on purpose. Did you get what you came for? Give yourself the gift of taking real action on what you realized today. Please share this episode with someone you know would value it. And leave us a rating, too. It's time now to live on purpose.